Hello to everybody today. Happy Wednesday. My name is Fernanda and I am here for another wonderful episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration with Dr. Linda. And today we are going to be talking about a topic that actually I feel like it's pretty quite unknown for a lot of people. A lot of people do not necessarily believe in this um, topic too much, but hopefully today we can share our information, knowledge, and bring more awareness because you don't know what you don't know. So the topic for today is what are energy centers and how they relate to specific spiritual, emotional, psychological, and physical aspects of our being. Welcome, Dr. Linda. How are you doing today? Hi. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. I'm doing amazing. As, as always on Wednesday, always my favorite day especially you know you and i get to chat and just connect with some of the people here online so excited about the topic as well and yes so much that's out there people have misconceptions they don't understand it so hopefully we'll be able to clear up a few things today yes yes absolutely and you know it's um it's a topic i feel like when i first heard about it i'm like that sounds crazy. That can't be like, there is no way we have these centers in our bodies. Like I can't, like you can't see them on an x-ray. What are you, what are you talking about? Yet when you start kind of just understanding a little bit more about what they actually are and how they can impact your emotional being, your physical being, your spiritual being, then it kind of just makes sense and it brings it all together. And really those centers are what bring everything together. So it's it's a powerful, powerful topic. I'm excited about it. Absolutely. And you know, like you were saying, we're, we're both very science-based. And I mean, there's some things that we just can't see. We can't see air, right? But we we know it's there. There's just things that you just cannot see and, and you feel it. And, mm -hmm. and we can even consider emotions like that too, right? When, when one person feels love, Maybe another person sees it, but it's just one of those things like, okay, well, I can't, I can't explain that. It's just like, there's just things that we just can't see, but we know that they're there. Mm -hmm. And I, and it's even people that are, you know, whether they're atheists, they don't believe that there's a God or if a person that believes there's a God, it's like, well, we can't see him. So why should I believe that one exists? And yeah, so it gets a little bit heady for some people. And we say, you know, if something's not working in your life, be open to something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's the main thing, right? Being open-minded, open-mindedness actually is, I think it's key to be able to see other perspectives, to raise our awareness to different possibilities, right? When we close our eyes and we don't accept anything else, any new information, then we really stop growing. And if we're not growing, we're dying, right? So it's 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 just a, a way of keep um, getting better, keep learning, keep progressing, right? Keep um, improving every single day. Absolutely, yes. All right, so let's get into the topic of energy centers. What are energy centers, Dr. Linda? So, I mean, there are, some people call them chakras. You know, you were just at Dr. Joe's event. He's, people get just so caught up with the word. You know, really, it's it's an, they're energy centers that are in the body. And like you said, you can't see them, but you can feel them. And it's kind of and a good example is when a person, oh, they're like, oh, my gosh, I feel so sick. And where do they feel it? And their so solar pl 
reflexes or a person just they feel like a lump in their throat right so those are different things or a person may instantly get a headache so energy centers really go um they start at the base of the spine and, and go all the way up and basically they they're like you said they're energy centers and they should be free flowing other people even you know consider it's like well it's like the holy spirit that's inside of you that's that's from going from head to toe so you know whatever way you want to look at it i mean it they are energies that are in our body and a good example is like our heart it's electrical right our brain that's electrical those are energy centers as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one one thing that was kind of more enlightening to me is that, of course, energy centers. Right. So there is they start at the base of the spine and they go all the way up to the top of the head. And the role basically is to have energy free flowing, like you were saying, right up and down. And it just communicates. Every center communicates with the other. However, there is a lot of people that really stop having that create uh uh, creativity right they don't feel creative or they're lacking energy they're like well why am i always tired right and so what happens is that energy can get stuck in these centers and we'll go over each one of the centers but when energy gets stuck because of negative emotions and we'll go over those negative emotions as well then that energy gets stuck in that center and it starts pulling energy we we start pulling energy from our um basically our, our aura right our external energy to be able to create to be able to maintain so when we get those that energy unstuck from the energy centers and that is basically we're going to share some of things that we can do to release that negative energy but it's releasing those negative emotions that keeps us stuck that keeps us grounded and that keeps that energy stuck in different centers then we are not only having more creativity, we're not only just creating a better life and a healthier body for ourselves, but we also are full of energy. And that's why people that are happy and, and living on purpose, they're always like full of energy. And you're like, why are you, why, why, why can't they like not get tired, right? And, and it's because they have immersed energy, right? And infinite energy, because the energy centers are just going with energy up and down and it's just, it never stops. Yeah. So it's a, it's a very important uh, topic and it's very important for us to understand that it is most of the time our negative emotions that keep that ener those energy centers blocked. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And emotions, I mean, they're just the end product of an experience, right? And but they, they do get stuck in the body and like we were talking earlier the example of we all know that oh i have a i feel like i have a lump in my throat it's like i want to speak and we're going to talk about each one but the first one being way at the bottom of the base they call it the the root energy center um so there's a lot of actually and i know we we kind of gone through some of the lists together and you went and did your research and, and i did too you know it's really um in, in chinese medicine um ayurveda they work a lot with the energy centers in the body. So there's a lot of correlations with that. But in the um, root chakra, a lot of it has to do with like a person that has low blood pressure. They they have anemia. They have a lot of blood related issues. Um, even um, 
colon, large intestine, which makes sense because it's way at the bottom. So you see people with irritable bowel syndrome as well. And we see that so much. I know I see that in the practice a lot. And some of them even um, overlap some of these energy centers. And even people with like lower back problems, sciatica, those are some other um, issues that I see with that. Um, and even eating disorders, you know, so yeah. that's another one. And this is kind of a, um, a connection that it, I, it made sense. But when I thought about it, I'm like, wow, I don't know if that's true, but going back and looking at some of my patients and even going back years and years, I was like, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. But um, a lot of the weight that is held in the bottom half of a person's body, and it's mostly women, I mean, it's men too, but that also has to do with that root energy center as well. So those are some of the things. And um, there's even uh, a lot of uh, emotions that are that are connected with that one is stability which would make sense because it's it's way at the bottom trying to like keep you stable um surviving is another one so that would make a lot of sense like i'm trying to be stable i'm just trying to survive and people get stuck in those emotions um self-sufficiency is is another one so those are i would say the the three emotions but also with the root uh, with the root energy center chakra have to do with a lot of those that I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can share actually my screen really quick here uh, to show people where this energy center is located to have an idea. And just please let me, let me know if you see my screen. Yep, I see a lot of stuff. <laughs> there it is. You see, all right. Yeah, so these are the energy centers that we're referring to. And this is where they are located. So the energy center that we just talked about is the root uh, energy center, which is right at the very base of the spine. So it's right here. And um, like Dr. Linda said, it has a lot of a lot to do with even digestion as well. So let me stop sharing my screen for now. Um, so yes, uh, the next energy center. So the second um, up, it's the sacral energy center. Now that one has to do, and it controls uh, anywhere from, uh, for females, of course, ovaries, uterus, colon, pancreas, lower back. It has to do with digestion. It has to do with elimination. It has to do with breaking down of food. It controls digestive enzymes. It also helps regulate blood sugar. So for anybody who's having uh, this regulation of blood sugar, who's having indigestion, who's having problems uh, like, digesting or eliminating constipation, diarrhea, anything like that, it could be an imbalance of the sacral energy center. Now, well, I read this book and it's probably one of my favorite books ever. It's by Dr. Joe Dispenza. We've talked a lot, a lot about Dr. Joe Dispenza on this show uh, because he's doing great work, right? And according to him, one of some of the negative emotions that get stuck on this specific center are guilt, shame, pain, unworthiness, lack, and victimization. So if we're feeling lack in any way, if we're feeling pain in any way, if we're feeling unworthy, if we're feeling guilty or shamed or anything like that, then that means that we are literally getting our energy stuck in this center. And so if the first energy center is okay, but the second energy center is blocked, then energy cannot free flow. It cannot get up 
to the creative center, which is the, the upper um, energy centers that are in the brain, right? So we don't really have a lot of creativity. We don't have a lot of um, clarity in life, but it's because of something that's stuck in our, literally in the, in the uh, energy center, that it's in the lower abdomen. So when we have the center balance, when it's free flowing, when it's actually ha happy and healthy and everything, we feel safe, we feel secure in an environment and in the world. We feel positive, vital, satisfied. But when we have this energy center, center out of balance, aside from getting those digestive issues, uh, we can also have um, irritability. We can have explosive emotions of energy. We will have lack of energy once again. We could be manipulative and even have like problems with our sexual activity, have obsessive sexual thoughts as well. So anything like that, if you're having some uh, uh, problems perhaps with anger or feeling irritable constantly, um, and you're having some digestion issues, it could be a sign that this uh, root energy or the sacral energy center is actually not um, free-flowing, that it's it's not open. That's a, that's a very powerful one. It is. It is a very powerful one. All right. So uh, I will share my screen once again to share the location of the third one. And just like you guys saw before, they just go up. So that was the second one that I just talked about. And then we are gonna talk about the solar plexus, which is also a very, very important one. So that's really yes. yes, with the solar plexus, um, that root center, we see a lot of issues that are with like gallbladder, um, kidney even, urinary tract infections. There's a lot of issues with food addictions, believe it or not, to weight gain, especially in the middle region, which makes sense. And a lot of women also have that, um, the belly fat, but even men too, but that whole area, and that's one of the most dangerous fats that you can have on your body is, uh, oh no, over the organs. And, you know, ulcers, a lot of stomach complaints, disorders as well, um, liver dysfunction, um, hepatitis is pretty common. Also, people that have like celiac intestinal um, issues as well. So those are some of the main ones with the solar, which solar plexus, which makes a lot of sense when you think about that, um, st stomach complaints. And when that makes a lot of sense because if you look at where it is is as you saw just below like the rib cage and just above the belly button if you go a little bit up but in between the heart center which we're going to cover next and a lot of what i saw with the solar or the solar plexus which made so much sense was um emotional level people that struggle with like depression that was a big one. Lack of self-esteem, anger, and perfectionism. So for all you perfectionists out there. and But once when it's off balance, so when the energy is stuck, those are some of the issues. However, this is the beauty of it, and we'll share how to release so that there is a free flow. We'll talk about that towards the end. But um, when you bring it into balance, you start to feel more energetic. You start to feel more confident. You start to feel more productive and even more focused. 
So that's the beauty of being aware of these and what is it holding you back from and what do you need to do? Like I said, so I can't wait for us to share, you know, some of the strategies and what you can do. But that one's the solar plexus. And the next one, which is awesome, is the heart. <laughs> they always yes. say, open your heart. So go for it, Miranda, because you were just there having a, um, a heart coherence um, mm -hmm. meditation and healing, right? Mm -hmm. So we know it's powerful. Mm -hmm. So before I start talking about the heart, I do want to let the audience know the first three centers that we just talked about, the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus are the survival centers. Mm -hmm. So when energy gets stuck, it gets stuck in any of those three. And it's based on negative emotions that, we're, that we feel from our experiences on how we interpret our experiences. The, the next centers are not survival centers. So once we make it past the third center, the energy free flows from the fourth all the way up to the top of our head. So that's important to know uh, because a lot of the, the issues that we have, like we cover physical issues, happen from these energy centers that are stuck. And when they are stuck, once again, the energy does not reach the top of the head where the creative process happens. And when we're not creating, we're disintegrating. So very important to cover. And I am referring back to my book once again. I want to show everyone this picture, if you guys can see it, how energy gets stuck in the body. And that energy center that Dr. Linda just covered, like you guys can see there, competition, control, impatience, ego. So anytime we have any control issues or being impatient, or we feel like we have to compete against someone, then we are getting our energy stuck in that center. So um, yes, all right, now we're gonna be talking about the heart, which is probably my favorite, favorite <laughs> energy center of it all, because that's where the magic happens, really. I feel like the heart is one of the main, if not the most amazing center that there is, because when we open our heart, amazing things happen in our lives, right? Yes, absolutely. So, of course, the heart energy center, it's right in the center of the chest by where the heart is. And it controls the organs of the heart, of course, the lungs, but it also controls the uh, thymus. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, the thymus is a gland, a very important gland for our immune system. Mm -hmm. So when kids are little, they have a big, big thymus gland. And as we grow, the, it, it kind of shrinks, but it stays there and it has a significant impact for our immunity. Um, it also controls oxytocin, and the growth hormone, so very important. Oxytocin is a very important, good chemical for us, right? So when we open our heart, we're releasing oxytocin, which is kind of like a love hormone. So it's it's a very, very powerful hormone, and that's where the magic happens, basically, right? Uh, so when we are balanced, when our heart center is balanced, we care about others, we love everybody, we feel like we are working in cooperation for the greatest good of the community of you and the world, basically, you feel satisfied with life. However, when it's out of balance, you feel anger, you feel lack, you feel uh, lack of trust, you feel anxiety, you feel fear, you feel jealousy, you feel moodiness, so all of these things, right? Which 
at any point, uh, I think everybody has felt those emotions. And when we feel those emotions, we can feel honestly, and I, well, I can, <laughs> I don't know if everybody can, but I can feel my heart closing up. Like you feel like a tightness in your chest. So when we're angry and we feel that tightness in the chest, it's that chakra, that energy center that it's kind of closing up as well, right? However, when you send energy into your heart, when you open your heart, you feel open, you feel that love, that energy free flows. And once it makes it to the heart and starts going up, it just becomes that much more powerful. And once your heart gets coherent, it's, it's, it communicates with the, we're going to be talking about that uh, energy center, but really you feel in alignment with yourself, with the world, with everything. You feel one with, with it all. <laughs> and what's better than feel whole, right? Yes. And when you think about it, when, when you're practicing gratitude and someone says, oh, they did something for you. And you just kind of put your hands like in prayer mode or and even in other cultures, they kind of put it in prayer mode and they just put it up here like near their heart. And they're like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Thank you. And that's just a lot of gratitude and, and gratitude really equates to love when it comes to your vibrational frequency or even with some of the meditations, you just put both hands over your heart and you're just like you close your eyes or when you're thinking about it. When I think about someone, I just put my hands over my heart. I close my eyes. If it's thinking about my kids or my mom, it's sometimes just my indication of saying, give me a call. I'm thinking about you. I love you. And they feel it. So that's such a powerful energy center. I, I love it. And, and just what healing can do by having that open. And like you were saying, you feel connected with everybody else. It's like, you want the greater good for everybody because we all are interconnected in one way or the other, whether we believe it or not. Exactly. Exactly. So once we feel that our hearts are open, we all also start receiving, right? Because we are ready to, we're opening the gates to yeah. receive. And when we create from the heart, we it multiplies that much more. So opening these, this energy center, it's, it's super important. And that's why, and this is the third time that I bring it up. I bought this heart rate monitor thing that I, that I share with you because I, I do want to reach higher coherence in my heart. I understand the importance, right? And only through practice and only through um, really making an attempt and, and, opening that my heart, right? Allowing myself to feel those emotions, allowing ourselves to feel love and care and gratitude. It opens. And when, when it opens, you get more of it. Yes. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm loving this. So the next one is the throat energy center. So that would be right here, pretty easy to identify when you think about, oh, it's in my throat or late, as I was mentioning earlier, like I feel like something's stuck in my throat and I really want to speak my speak my my truth. But some of the issues related with that is people that have neck, jaw and TMJ issues, um, thyroid. We see a lot of thyroid issues and I see that a lot with patients as well. And also sore throat, tonsillitis, and even some people with, they have hearing related problems, um, ear infections. So we do see that a lot, asthma, bronchitis, uh, even joint problems, scoliosis, vocal or speech related um, problems as well. So those are some of the issues that we do see with that energy center. And the beauty of the, the throat one, the throat chakra, 
energy center is, you know, all of these two, they do have a color associated with it. We just don't have the time to go over the color, the poses that you can do to also correct to all of these, but it represents um, expression of um, inspiration, faith, your ability to communicate, which doesn't that make sense? So when there's an imbalance, you can be, and, and this is so perfect, it's, it's spot on. When there's an imbalance there, there's more timidity, there's quietness, there's, you almost feel like there's a sense of weakness and you're unable to express your thoughts. Those are some some uh, some of the things that we see when people are having an imbalance of that. However, when you bring that to balance, you become more creative, you have positive self-expression, you have constructive communication, and then you even feel satisfied because you're voicing your opinion and you're coming from a place of good, not of um, destruction. So that's a beautiful, beautiful um, energy center as well. I have a question for you. I want to see your opinion about the throat energy center. Do you think there has been or it, there is a correlation between the hypothyroidism that we see mostly in females with the fact that a lot of females don't feel like they can speak their voice, like their truth, that they are, that they have been told and taught that they need to just listen, be quiet, behave, and don't don't do anything or say anything that it's going to, I mean, rock, yeah. you know, the waters. Or do you think there's yes. something with it? One hundred percent. 100% every and especially with thyroid and autoimmune conditions, 100%. I have seen that with, I would say, overnight, I would say like 99.9% .9 of the patients and most of them, like you said, most of them are females. Mm -hmm. And it's just like even the males that I've seen that in with um, thyroid issues, they were the ones that, that didn't say a whole lot and it was more related to their spouses um, and even at work but mostly family where they didn't want to they didn't want to rock the boat so to speak so they kind of held their truth even though they wanted to speak it but it was holding them and i'm not saying you know we're always going to be getting up we're going to be under attack that's just it you especially we're in a we're in the public when you write a book when you're on a stage people are good there's just people that want to criticize you because it makes them feel better. So it's not, it's not, so if you're criticized, it's like, it's not about you, it's about the person. So I always tell people, get that out of your head because no matter what you do, we're gonna criticize you. So do it anyways. But yes, I have seen that, Fernanda. How about you? Have you seen a correlation with that with a lot of the thyroid issues being with a lot of women as well and, and the men that you've seen that with? Yeah, actually, I feel like the women that are more, I don't want to call them submissive in that sense, but that feel that they can't really speak what they're what's on their minds, right? Yeah. That they have to hold down, um, that they end up being having more autoimmune as in general, but most of the time, hypothyroidism yes. is an autoimmune condition, especially like it affects way more females than men. And men are more socially acceptable to be outspoken, right? To to just say what's on their minds and just speak however they want to speak. However, us females feel like there has got to be a way, like a, we, we just got to put it in a nice way, right? So we can really speak how we want to speak, right? Basically. 
Yes. All right. So we're moving up to the uh, to the energy center that is actually in the head. It's in the back of the head. So if you think the back of the neck and the back of your eyebrows, basically right in the center, but towards the back of your head, that's where it's located. Now, it's one of the most amazing energy centers because that's where the pineal gland is located. Now, for anybody who doesn't know about the pineal gland, this little teeny tiny, it's like a super tiny gland that we have in the back of our brains, basically. And it is the door, it's like the antenna to the outer world, to the world that we really don't know exists. Mm -hmm. And so when we are tuned in and when we activate the pineal gland, then we have um, mystic experiences. We have experiences where we're able to connect to the higher self. So when someone said, oh my God, I, I got enlightened during meditation or something, it's because they were able to activate their pineal gland and they had a mystical experience in the process. So the pineal gland is the antenna to the outer world of possibilities, I like to call it, basically. <laughs> because that's what we can create, that's what we can design our future in, in no time. So that means that whatever you're creating, you can have by tomorrow. Instead of changing matter to matter, you're changing energy. And when we're changing in energy, there is no time. So mm -hmm. very powerful. However, it's not the only thing. It also controls melatonin and serotonin, which are extremely important hormones in our bodies. Melatonin helps for us to go to sleep at night. It has more functions, but it helps us sleep at night. And serotonin helps us wake up in the day. We see the daylight and we start producing serotonin. We get awake. And it also has a, an effect in mood, of course. Uh, and that's why a lot of people that are uh, on antidepressants, it's a serotonin uh, type of medication. It, it really involves the process, the natural process of serotonin. So very important hormones for our mood and for our uh, circadian cycle. So when we sleep and when we're awake. Now, when we have this energy center on balance, it's when it's balanced, then we feel lucid, we feel clear, we're thinking good, we are conscious of our inner and our outer world. So we're more connected to other possibilities. When it's not balanced, then we are uh, not, not assertive, we are not creating, we're kind of coming from a place of uh, ego, we're egotistical, we are more in survival. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when people are having constant headaches, it could be also blockage of energy on this energy center. So I think it's important to mention. And it really controls a lot of our intuition. When people really feel like, you know, I have a gut feeling about something or, you know, my intuition's telling me to do something, it's because their center is open. So they're receiving that energy, they're receiving that information. When you are blocked in that energy center, then it really blocks your understanding of yourself or of anything else that's going on and your intuition and self-knowledge. So um, I, once we finish, I do want to share a little bit about a, a meditation that we did over and over with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's a pineal gland meditation. And it's one of the meditations that I've been doing mostly every day since I got back. Uh, because I want to activate my pineal gland and I want to, I want, I want to get out there. <laughs> in the, in the Me too. <laughs> yeah. And what we were saying, that 
it really um when it's open up there's really you're just you're no longer attached to the material things of life because it's almost like you're looking at life from a different view the material things and a lot of people say this when they go to like his event it's like i came to this event because i'm going to manifest this 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 and all a lot of them they're like that doesn't even matter anymore the material things don't matter but yet they come with ease but it's just more about giving and about love and living in wholeness and releasing fear Mm -hmm. You know, so, um, so yeah, I'm sure those uh, meditations, I, I've had a few, but yeah, we'll chat about those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the last one here is, is at the top here and it's, it's above and it's called the, the crown, the crown center. And a lot of, we see a lot of issues with that as well. One, like a person that has severe headaches and they have migraines, which would make sense. Seizures, tremors, there's dizziness, um, MS, Parkinson's, those are some other ones. Uh, anything with the brain and the spinal cord, Alzheimer's, dementia, memory-related issues, um, severe mental illnesses. So you can see a lot of these are, you know, all like mind-related as well. And even uh, like unexplainable depression, or anxiety, fatigue, exhaustion linked to, um, you know, any type of physical disorder. So those are some of the, um, let's say, health issues related to, to, the, to the crown, the crown energy center. And the beauty about the crown energy center, I mean, that is really, it's considered the, the center of spirituality, enlightenment, dynamic thought and energy, because it allows for, like we we're saying, the inward flow of, of wisdom. And when you see pictures, whether there's pictures of Jesus, whether there's pictures of people doing a meditation, what do you see? You see like something at the top, like coming down, like I call it like, it's my download when I'm, when I'm actually meditate, I picture a download that God is just giving me all at the information of what I need for this day. That's my visualization. That's how I process it. So it's like the inward flow. So it allows for the inward flow of wisdom. And it just brings you back that cosmic connection, that awareness of who we really are. But when we're not in balance, what happens is we get frustrated. There's a sense of frustration. There's just lack of joy. And there's almost like self-sabotaging, self-destructive um, behaviors and feelings that we we experience with that. So that's a really powerful one that I mean, all of them are, and they're made and they make sense when, you know, so how am I supposed to clear all these out? They're all related and um especially getting to that pineal one or the pineal pineal gland meditation is such a powerful one. So we can share, I know we're kind of up on time, but we can share like, you know, how do you clear these out? How do you activate these? So you want to give your, your um, kind of feedback start. on that? Absolutely. So there is two different meditations that I do for these. One of the meditations is clearing of the energy centers meditation. And basically what you do during that meditation is you think about the, the energy center, the first one, the one at the very base of, of your spine, and you give all of your attention to it. When you give your attention to something, you're giving that specific thing your energy. So you're sending energy back to that center and you want to see it in a healthy way. You want to see it shining that red light. You want to see it vibrating. You want to see it healthy. You want to see it expanding 
right? And then once you feel good at that, you go to the second energy center and you want to see that orange light. You want to see it healthy. You want to see it moving, synchronizing, vibrating. You want to see it good, right? And so on and so forth. You move all the way up to the energy centers. Now, when you finally get back in balance with the energy centers and you're able, especially if you're able to get all the way up to the quantum and create, that's why you see a lot of these chronic issues like literally like lupus and rheumatoid arthritis and Crohn's disease and everything disappear immediately after one meditation. Yeah. It's not voodoo, you know, it's because you are clearing from the energy. The energy is changing in you. So therefore, in the new you, that disease does not exist. You're now in balance. You're not no longer in on imbalance, imbalance or unbalance. Yeah. So when you create that balance, your body has to get back into balance as well. And so you can literally get rid of a lot of diseases mm -hmm by getting all of these energy centers and of course getting up to the quantum and creating from the quantum creating from energy becoming someone different mm -hmm. now the second meditation that i do it's the pineal gland meditation and so that takes uh, it involves a very deep breath very intense breath and you see that literally you see the breath going from the base of your spine so the first energy center all the way up to the pineal gland the sixth energy center and you see the breath up as you're taking it and then you hold your breath and you get you put a lot of pressure in that center now it, it becomes uncomfortable right you, you feel like a throbbing headache and yes. you feel dizzy and i think i passed out once already from doing it and and i shake i like start shaking like i'm convulsing but it's a very powerful one because every time you do that you are kind of just awakening that pineal gland. You're like, hey, I'm here, I'm, I'm here. Once it opens up, once you're able to tune in and completely awaken your pineal gland, the possibilities are endless. So I, those, are, those are the two things. And of course, being aware of any negative emotion that it's keeping energy stuck in your body. So what is it? Is it grief? Is it fear? Is it unworthiness? What is what is it that you're feeling? What are those beliefs that you hold? And how can you release those beliefs? How can you get new beliefs so that energy does not get stuck in there anymore? So you become a different person with different beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. I love those meditations. I've been practicing those. And as you said, this morning with my meditation, my head just started to hurt. And I was like, because as you're bringing the breath up and it just started to throb and like, can I continue to hold this? And I felt like it, I really feel like it's going to explode. And, and then it's like, okay, you breathe out. So those are some of definitely the meditations and also just focusing on that. I also, with people that are have difficulty with the whole meditation, I sometimes even like with the younger ones, I said, practice visualization. They practice like even a white light coming in and just clearing out and cleansing every center, you know, and white has all the symbolic of purity. If you go to um, any country or, you know, um, it, it's like a sacred color and, and it's like purity. So you can even imagine like a white light just cleaning out that area, everything associated with it. And it's like, okay, let's go to the next one. Close your eyes. Imagine a, a white light cleaning that out. Boom, I'm going to the next one. And, but really feel like, okay, great. 
this is the emotion associated with this. This is how I'm supposed to feel. I got this. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then just keep moving up. So there's no wrong way to do it. There's no right way to do it. You, you have to find what resonates with you. And that's one thing I always tell patients, you know, find what resonates with you. And for instance, uh, I was having a conversation with my daughter last night. We were watching some of the videos that we have to prepare for this event. And we were going through the part where Dr. Joe was explaining about why do we keep, we keep, we get so stuck with the neurological emotions and connections to the past that we keep repeating it and bringing something familiar in our life that's um, maybe something not that great, but because we're familiar with it, we create, we bring that back into our lives. And she asked me, well, how do I change that? I know that I'm doing that. How do I change it? I said, one of the best ways is meditation. She goes, I've tried that and it's just so hard. I'm like, and as they're younger, I think it's easier. Um, because if you have like, we're, we're very logical and we, we're researchers, researchers. So we have that like that thick, like that thick, I always say, um, block that's just like, it, we have to think about everything. It's really the nostril breathing. That's an easy way to start learning to meditate it's super easy you can google it but you know it's just breathing in through one nostril letting it out breathing because all you're focusing on that moment is your breathing so you can't think about anything else so that's a good way to start so those are also some of the the things that um you know people can do on a on a daily basis really mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and really is understanding when, when we are balanced and your body always wants to return back to balance, right? Always. So when we stop interfering and stop allowing those negative emotions to rule our lives, basically, and when those energy centers become aligned, then literally you have a free flowing amount of energy. You, you really don't get tired. You're always creative. You're always on point. You follow your, you, you trust your gut, your intuition. I mean, you, you're loved and you're loving and you love everybody and you just become <laughs> full. So it's, it's all about, of course, knowing that they are influencing your, uh, your physical body, right? But it's mm -hmm. not only just physically how they're impacting you, whether it's, uh, you know, like we were talking about digestive issues or whether it's about indigestion or whether it's about thyroid issues, but also how are they influencing your emotional life, your psychological life, your spiritual mm -hmm. aspect, everything. So uh, pretty powerful, pretty amazing uh, for Jennifer Diaz. Yes, this book, it's very powerful. The chapter on energy centers is chapter number four. And it also includes a meditation at the end of the chapter, which is a clearing of the energy centers meditation. Absolutely. Okay, well, we're finishing up here. So um, I know we always talk about, you know, gratitude. And I figure today I'm going to ask you one of my favorite questions that I like to ask people is, um, it can open up a big conversation with anybody, but it's say, you know, what is one of your favorite quotes that you would like to leave with today? I think one of my favorite quotes is whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe it can achieve. Mm. So anything that you believe in, anything that you can imagine that it's going to be true for you or that can be true for you, you have the potential of making it true. Nothing is off limits. Nothing is impossible because we're all magical beings. 
we have infinite potential so just believe it and make it your reality and you can and you it's not easy but nothing more than in life is i i love that and as you're saying easy it's not easy one of my favorites is from jim Rohn. it's like don't wish for things to be easier wish for for you to be better because <laughs> we always want the easy way out but sometimes it's wish to be better i wish i was better so how to become better we just talked about one of the the best ways that you can do it is through meditation i i know just because of the creativity that opens up and the unlimited possibilities and then you feel limitless because i've walked away from some meditations and i'm like wow, I feel like I'm ready to just conquer the world. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I think meditation is is one of the pivotal points. And I always say I wish I would have started when I was younger. So mm -hmm. my teenager, you know, um, I, I keep telling her, all right, you're this is how you start, as I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. so it's very powerful because many times we want to change things around us so we feel better. But the solution really is to change ourselves so the things around us change. So amazing. Perfect yeah. way to end the show. Absolutely. All right. And next week, we will bring you another amazing topic. We will have a guest and we will see you all uh, next week, Wednesday at the same time here uh, on live on Facebook. Yes. Thank you so much. Good Thank you, all, everyone. Have a great Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bye.